Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast, the show that helps you go from questions to confidence and mommy taught to self-taught when it comes to homeschooling. We are your hosts. Dr. Libran is the creator of independent homeschool courses and has authored several books. And I am a current homeschooling mom of six who creates content on YouTube and courses around sustainable homeschooling. Welcome. If you have any questions you would like to be featured on a future show, email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. Now let's start the All right, show. Welcome back to another episode of Homeschooling Made Easy. Today we're answering a question that was submitted to us. And if you have a question, feel free to email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. So today's question is how to plan homeschooling during high school. I know that some states require transcripts or lab courses or foreign languages. It's a bit overwhelming to think about since RC doesn't suggest those in the course of study. I'd be lost. And this is a question that I hear often. I'm sure probably you heard it too. And it's complicated because each state is different. But you already went through the high school process and your kids all went to college. So how did you navigate those high school years with requirements? Well, one trick was we lived in Texas, so mm-hmm. they largely stay out of your way right now. <clears throat> right, Arizona is um, the same. There's no requirements at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but there, I mean, there may have been some. I think you know, honestly, I probably full disclosure probably didn't exactly follow the standards in Texas on having some grammar training. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids are better at grammar than all y'all who take grammar because we understand grammar and the intuitive nature of it. And if you want to study it, it's fine. I've studied five languages. Not that I'm anti-grammar. It's just, it doesn't help you with writing and other stuff the way you wish it would. It just turns you into a technical writer that sounds like everybody else. So you lose your voice, but I have an attitude about that. So let's not I like that attitude. And hey, some of your kids, like they wrote books and they didn't get all that grammar year in and year out the way other homeschoolers do. So it's reassuring to know. Well, you know, it's it's like I showed someone yesterday up uh, in a company I work with, a CEO. We're talking, we're editing a contract. And I looked at, we did a sentence, I said, you need a comma there. And so I put it, I said, maybe I've never showed you this. I said, if you'll read out loud the word comma, in the way the sentence is written, if it sounds okay, it needs a comma. Yeah, that's right? good. So, you know, if you had a sentence, uh, I don't know, one with a comma, I don't have one on me. Uh, yeah, I might right here. Does the U.S. government use commas? Yeah. So <laughs> this is W9. Uh, uh, it says, so I would read it for individuals this is generally your social security number, SSN. There's a sentence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't have a comma there, it reads like this. For individuals, this is generally your social security number. You can tell there's something wrong. There wasn't a pause. Well, the pause mm-hmm. is what the comma's for. So if you add the word comma, watch this. For individuals, comma, this is generally your social security number. Yeah, that makes and sense. And it sounds right. The cadence and all is right. That's a pretty good sign you need a, a comma there. If if uh, if I said, if it was just this sentence, this is comma generally your social security number. It's a little awkward. This is comma generally. No, this mm-hmm. is generally your social security number. Even though in that case, it might work, you know, but 
it's just one of the ways when you learn to write intuitively or by ear, uh, your language is much more poetic. You get to take on your voice and you're paying attention to if it sounds right, it probably is right because you already know grammar because you speak and mm -hmm. you get stuff, you know, mother, may we have another piece of watermelon, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure your kids ask that way. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of grammar going on there and they can say that before they can write it. Grammar is the only subject as smart people have pointed out that we actually study after we know it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird? So, it's very true. So you just kind of taught them those things as the daily writing assignments, giving them feedback. Um, yeah. And, and in the writing course, we go through this in much more detail what the code is and all the rest, but in large measure, what I would do is get them to, I would read it aloud the way they wrote it. And usually when I read it the way they wrote it, so I dashed through, if, if a comma went somewhere and they didn't put one, I just read it fast and they'd go, no, 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 a comma goes there. So they'd start tuning in. And pretty much what we got them to do with their little older is before they gave us their writing for the day, the three pages, they'll, you know, every little line go into, in our case, the, garage living area couches and stuff in there go in there read it out loud yeah finish editing it i've sometimes got them and said you need to here go back go <laughs> read finish. it that's what i do too I you're do wasting thing. my time you know <laughs> yeah i'm like it's obvious you didn't read this out loud to yourself first go do that no chance first. <laughs> not a chance so so that's that's a piece of it because you know, basically what we teach is if it sounds okay, it probably is. And we're working from okay to better. So mm -hmm. when, when something's written, if you can write an okay sentence, it's going to sound okay when you read it out loud because your goal in writing is to get the other person to read what you read and understand it. And that mm -hmm. you want them to read it the way you meant it, you know? So one of the things Jody, I think, left over from being a kindergarten teacher or something, she'll read stuff that I've written. So we, we're talking about it she'll do this sing-songy thing and it doesn't sound like me at all you know yeah you know yes. it's just a thing you know people you know you read books and whatever getting a pattern but um trying to really look at uh what's written and read it aloud the way the person meant it and the cues are all the little marks and capitalizations and quote marks and whatever is in there they're giving you hints about how to read it. And uh, if they wrote it poorly, you're going to read it poorly. Sorry about that. But for the most part, um, if you'll do it that way, you can get at their meaning, their understanding, their inflection way better. You know, I, I get in this debate all the time. Maybe we're on writing today and you're going to have to change the topic. But um, one of the challenges I run into all the time with people, and it kind of drives me crazy in fact i've just thought of 10 more things that drive me crazy so i'm going to lose my my spot in the world yeah trend of thought but you know when when people are busy with writing i really did forget what i was going to say um when 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 people get busy with writing they they try to impose something or the thing that really irritates me i know what it is now is they say well you you shouldn't text you shouldn't write people you know, you ought to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. And I would say, mm, God seemed to think writing to us was okay. Yes. Amen. <laughs>
Yeah, you Very know, the sure. problem is if you write well, it's a great advantage to you because you can document it, you can say it, you can say exactly what you want. People can read it over a few times without getting defensive. You know, we read things into inflection and eye rolls and all kinds of stuff in person and can get really inflamed and triggered in those contexts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a well-written letter to someone is incredibly powerful. You can see the history of the world, the nature of letters. We publish people's letters, et cetera. I think we underplay that. You know, the problem is, I think it's Jeff Foxworthy who pointed out that he's kind of in the middle. He's got parents that can't do technology and kids that can't write, <laughs> you know, and they're, yeah. we're all stuck in the middle. Our kids can't write and our parents can't do technology, but right. learning to write, learning to speak, learning to communicate, learning to do math, learning to do, um, uh, to read is, uh, really the equipment to move up in in this world and it's a dying art you know that you and I are trying to recover right it's not so much in the requirements that uh, right are put so, upon us yeah so let's get back to so uh, you kids when they went school. to college did yep. you just look at the requirements and then create transcripts you know I guess you know people want to hear like the details how do you go about right. that so, so first of all, your own state, you're responsible to figure out in your state. And there's this cool little thing we can do now called um, Google. Yes. Or DuckDuckGo, or I use Fox, uh, or Foxit, or whichever one it is, the browser. Um, and you can get information. You can find people in your state. There's usually a defense league or something, you know. Uh, you can find other parents. They can find out the requirements. This is not difficult at all. It is overwhelming just because you don't know. But you just take a deep breath and do the next thing, which mm -hmm. is Google graduation requirements for homeschool in and then put your state in there, right? Right. I, yes. bet, I bet that'll get you there just yes. right off the bat. But 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 here's here's the trick. So So the first issue is especially if kids are going to college because this transcript stuff is really concerned with college i mean if, if you're not going to go to if you're just going to be an undersea well underwater welder um which very high paying job is not ins i'm not insulting anything i'm just saying that's probably not a college degree thing it's more of a trade mm -hmm. so transcripts may or may not matter to you going to college it's an issue because of admission requirements etc so in going to college, there are two things you need. One is all the transcript stuff you're talking about to do it right. Number two is your kids are actually prepared. So a lot of people have really great transcripts from public, mm -hmm. private school, or even home schools, and right. then they don't know anything. And so college is a real struggle for them. That's why so, there's a high drop-off rate and they right. gain weight and all of that, yes. I, well, the gaining weight is... I don't know what all calls that. What they don't they call the freshman, <laughs> the freshman 15, 15 was, yeah. yeah, something like that. I it was because I ate a smoked ham and smoked cheddar sandwich every night before bed. Wow. And uh, yeah, so um, back forever ago, and that issue of getting out on your own and trying to figure out how to do your own life is always its own sweet challenge, you know. 
I will say this, you're much better off eating and then being active just the way the body burns stuff than eating and going to sleep. Yes. On balance. I'm just going to tell you. Yes. So, so getting them ready and getting the transcripts ready, both are dependent on one important thing. And it is uh, having an end result in view. Mm -hmm. This is a skill set. You know, we can all talk about it like it means something, but I promise I've worked with business and churches and peoples and individuals for decades and, and worked hard at teaching myself this. And the ability to clearly articulate your end result is huge, right? Yes. So, for example, you, let's, let's pick on you. You're brave. Okay. You're wearing pink. Um, <laughs> Yeah. What uh? What's what's the end result you want for your kids when um, they leave home, their college? Yes. What, what is responsible, it? independent, hardworking, honest? Uh, you know, good citizens uh, of okay. the world. Great. So, what everyone Karen is sharing is her the way she's articulated that her driving issue is the character of the children, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the character and is, skills. Yeah. is the thing. Well, now that I point out the category, she goes, okay, so there's some more, which is right. great, you know, because others might've put it in a little different order. You know, uh, I want them to, you could say the skills, I want them to be able to read and comprehend. I want them to be uh, excellent at math and I want them to be uh, excellent at writing. Mm-hmm. Just say those those are in place, you know, and maybe they have a hobby. Yeah, but you're right. I do prioritize. I do put uh, character first, especially I was been reading that book you recommended, Gaining Favor with God and Man, and it really makes you realize if you have the character and and the virtues and everything, that will drive everything else. The the hard work and the skills yeah, and charity it's, and everything. It's quite huge. In fact, in hiring employees. Uh, one of the challenges you have is you, you really, you want competent people. Uh, you know, someone just has no ability at something. That's a problem. But the real underlying issue is their motivation. Mm-hmm. And Integrity. A lot of that's related to character. But if they're not motivated to do the job, even if they're competent, they won't do a good job. Mm-hmm. If they're motivated to really do the job and they're not competent, competent there's a good shot they'll learn how to become competent, if they're really motivated. Now let's take a little pause in the show and talk about how Homeschooling Made Easy is sponsored by the Modern League of Teacher Mothers. This like-minded homeschooling membership site is committed to laying a strong foundation. By going back to the basics, children not only thrive, but it gives parents freedom and time to focus on their younger children and other responsibilities. You will have access to video courses, monthly training, live support, and much more. Visit sustainablehomeschooling.com slash schoolhouse for more information. Now let's get back to the show. So in motivation relates to values and aspirations, and those are in that character domain, you know? So, so when someone really, really wants to get in med school, I had a friend that was that way, and he's a doctor now, and he's a big football player, big oaf, you know, giant and didn't test well and you wouldn't go, Butch, you're not going to be a doctor. You know, that's what you said. But Butch kept working hard. He doesn't go by Butch anymore. Um, He worked hard 
and educated himself and learned to take tests. And I think he retook the MCAT several times, but he got in as a thriving practice because he was motivated, you know, and he had discipline and some character to stick with it, not go play too much, do the right things, uh, study hard. So that issue for you, you know, that's what you get to sort out. So if character is the key or maybe it's the foundation, you build the skills on top of it, pyramid or something like that. Groovy, you know, that's great. Uh, but, get, but get that straight, you know, I would say, you know, for us, I was honestly did not think about character development as a homeschool thing, the way we thought, the way mm -hmm. I thought, Jody Meth. Um, and, and here's why. What I thought about homeschooling was reading, writing, arithmetic. I really wanted them to get good at those essential skills. There are other skills we taught them about memory and managing their time. And there, there are a bunch of other skills in the story. And we you know, have all those courses that kind of go through those skills. But character, in my mind, was a function of the home. So whether they were at school or not, we were going to be building into their lives their character in terms of in our uh, tradition, uh, church was very important and working through issues and communicate. There are a lot of, there were a lot of character issues that were fundamentally about the home either way. Now, when we do home school, that makes sense while we got character and skills uh, combined. So right. it's woven in naturally with everything. Right. But, but I didn't, I didn't exactly think of school is that so I wouldn't exactly call our our weekly Bible study that we did as a family uh, part of school. We might trade it off, but I think we would have done that regardless whether they went to school, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, but but that you know that's nuanced, and it doesn't. I in the final analysis, I don't think it matters because they're both going to get at the same thing. But that's what you want to do. You want to get a clear result in your mind. What exact skills do you want to have? What level do you want to get them to? And it may vary with each kid. You know, we mm -hmm. had some that tested better than others. Um, what are you trying to prepare them for? Uh, we were preparing them to be able to go to college and do well in any curriculum they chose. So as soon as you give up on math, uh, you just ruled out accounting, really the sciences, engineering, other stuff like that. You just ruled it out. Right. Uh, if you if you give up on them learning to write or communicate, read you or read, you've probably given up most everything. Um, there may be some exceptions. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but uh, because you've got to take a variety of courses, but getting in your mind what the end result is is the key. So you want to first figure out what I want to prepare them for, and like I said, we wanted them the skills to be able to choose any career path they could figure right. out and it's not really career path more like education path because in college our way of thinking karen was we just want you to do something you love and um keep learning how to learn use it mm -hmm. as an opportunity to teach yourself how to learn it wasn't about getting in a career i mean 85 percent of us are not in the thing we studied for 10 years later. Last <laughs> no. time I looked. <laughs> yeah. And work that way. You know, uh, you know, I have a son that uh, manages in a company, does computer programming, and his degrees in studio art. 
and he has a master's in fine arts and writing. And on the side, he teaches an introductory writing class at college. So, but he's doing programming computer stuff and they said it couldn't be done. Well, of course it can. Um, So, because you have a brain that can do all kinds of things depending on motivation, capacity, IQ, there are different things that play into it. So all I'm getting at is get that in mind what you want and, and it's going to be the same principle. How you define what you want will dictate your strategy. So if you want your, uh, do you have boys and girls? I don't know if I've yes. seen all the kids. Four okay. girls, two boys. Okay. If you want the boys to leave the girls alone, has that ever happened? <laughs> like leave them alone or maybe the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get along pretty well, but yeah, well, I can see that. Right, but it happens in families. Yeah. The the aim of getting the boy to leave the girl alone can then be fulfilled in a number of ways. Separate worlds, uh, tragic accident, staying at the neighbor's house, you know, going to prep uh, reform school. Uh, that strategy of leave her alone Uh, goes in a certain direction Mm -hmm. if it's i want them to get along cooperate or respect totally different game because what you'll find if you haven't figured this out if you have a demon in your home (laughs) i'm sorry if you have an angel in your home you have a demon yeah that's how it works if you're going to raise those things so you're going to have an angel and then you're going to have a demon and the demon's always irritating the angel and if we get a camera on it, we'd find that your angel is provoking the demon mm-hmm. in such a way that the demon's getting caught because it's a system and the you know number one goal of prisoners, which the children are, is to disrupt the operation. You know, that's what you do. So the kids are constantly challenging, trying to figure out how do we run this thing, how do we control it? And the more you teach them that they're not in control and they're safe and it's not gonna work the safer they are and the healthier they grow up. As soon as kids think they have to run the home and win that battle, uh, it turns into all kinds of messes emotionally and practically. That'd be another podcast someday. (laughs) So what you're saying is step one, figure out and envision and picture what end result you want. And I get it. It's difficult because like you said, people change their degrees and career paths. But if you're laying that solid foundation with reading, writing, and arithmetic, You're opening them up to all these choices. Right. But then there's different paths, like you said, to get to that end result. So be mindful. You 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 want them to have the skills. It's like going out and surviving in Patagonia or somewhere. They drop you in a helicopter, you know, you're there. If you have some tools and knowledge, you can survive those things. Mm -hmm. That's the game. People don't have the tools, don't have the knowledge, they can't. So you get that knowledge tool thing up there about what you're trying to do with your curriculum, your strategy inside of that, back on the transcript question, it's the same game. What is it that you want this transcript to look at? That's what we did. We first got Jody. I mean, she's the transcript queen. So she, what we got her to do was work on their graduating transcript when they were in the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Like we wrote the whole thing up. Yeah, that's one of your great tips. Work it backwards. Write yeah, it that n- year nine, do the whole that four years. Yeah, exactly. and just follow it. Here's the other thing we found with colleges. So we had 
child that went to Abilene Christian and four that went to the University of Texas in Austin. But we found both those schools in the context and others they were looking at, they're all very helpful. You know, if, if they want your kid there and they, your test grades are decent and whatever else, you know, um, if they're interested in your kid going, and most of them are because that, you know, your child brings money with them and they, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a thing. Um, so they will help you. We, we had some transcripts. We had to go back and retool a certain way, you know, mm -hmm. to make it look like their world. I'm not saying that we didn't do the stuff. We maybe didn't do it in a particular form, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so some of our subjects were, you know, if there's a, let's make up one, a requirement for, uh, geography. Let's mm -hmm. just say that. Um, well, you can put in part of your reading process, books that are already there that deal with geography, but you can actually put geography books in right? and let them study the, them. We'd do that, have a test or two or three, write a uh, essay about it, you know, some things that turn that segment of, of what their overall skill development was, reading time, to be a match inside the transcript. Yes. So can we go through just a couple of those that she mentioned, lab courses? You know, there's no lab courses with RC. What could you do for that? Yeah, and I don't know what the requirement uh, is. Uh, so we'd, we'd have to see what it is, what, you know, what the details are. But again, you know, lab courses are going to be either you, somebody's figured this out and you can do it online mm -hmm. or you can buy some kit to do at home. You probably pay... A uh, college kid in the area tutoring fee to do it, or you can do the best you can, you know, because like who's checking? I mean, if they do come yeah. and check. <laughs> and there's actually it. a company that uh, they do a homeschool lab course, like a whole course. It's a very intensive weekend thing, and they travel city to city. You can pay in the weekend, and they do all their labs there. Right. Or foreign languages. Did you do any kind of foreign languages in your home? We did. We um, I'm trying to remember. Seems like Brooks. Yeah, he did. So all the kids took um, Greek or Latin. Uh, mm -hmm. So we treated that that way because we were multiplying vocabulary and all kinds of stuff. And I had studied Greek and Latin. So uh, I knew if they were scamming us, I didn't teach it to them. But, you know, we sat with the books and all. Brooks uh, took Spanish. And um, I do not remember at this moment exactly how we structured it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know the way I understand language would have to be the way I would structure it. So what, what I like to do is get them busy being immersed in a language, especially a live, a quote live one. Um, and so they're hearing it uh, and they're trying to read stuff and all the rest, but it's heavy vocabulary at the beginning, kind of the data logic uh, rhetoric sequence, you know, and learning. Yes. So if you load people up with vocabulary up front before you teach them grammar, then when they look at the um, let's say Spanish text, it's not going to look scary or unfamiliar. They're going to see enough words they can make sense of, of kind of what's going on. Then when you work on the grammar side, uh, they can start piecing together why it 
flavors out this way, you know, mm -hmm. and just some of the rules, you know, question, upside down question marks in the front or whatever, you know, whatever the unique things to, to the language are in terms of the way the language figured out how to write it. But it was, it was definitely a progression there and you can get curriculum everywhere oh, yeah. on this kind of stuff. Duolingo but, is free. I like Duolingo. Yeah, but, but, but the goal, you know, my thinking and what I would encourage everyone's thinking to be is not, the goal is not to do the curriculum. The goal is to learn the subject. The mm -hmm. curriculum is a bridge. And if that bridge isn't working, chances are it's not being followed. In all honesty, most all of these will do something you know, like math curriculums. I mean, maybe there's one out there that you can't learn math in, but probably not. Um, some will work better than others, but uh, seeing them that way is it's not just get through it, but really are we measuring your comprehension of uh, Spanish or your ability to speak it, you know, that kind of thing, or your ability to do math or your ability, you know, in lab to dissect a, you know, those 12 inch African worms we used to do in school <laughs> yeah. and frogs and whatever, you know, um, I think that's where they're from some place, some exotic spot. Um, so getting that in mind, still the end result, I mean, this is, I just want to like pound this home, get in your mind, this end result you want, whether it's in your parenting, you know, how do you want them to behave? You know, they're our shy child and they hide behind your skirt. Well, how do you want them to fail? I don't want them to be scared. Yeah, that's fine. Then don't ever introduce them to anybody. They won't be scared by not meeting people. Rather get in your mind, oh yeah, even shy children can say, hi, my name is, you know, Greta. Right. And you can still smile and you can say, hi, it's not going to kill you. It's been done by human beings for a long time. So getting that in mind is where the kind of secret is. And the same with the transcript, the same with this other stuff. As soon as you know, I want them to graduate with a lab. I want them to graduate with language, whatever. You, you figure out what that's going to look like when they graduate with it or when they have it. Then you go back and look for how do we make that happen? What are the steps? What's the curriculum? You can get advice from people. But even to getting advice, once you know what you want, the conversation's great, you know? We mm -hmm. just had a uh, slab leak in our home, we think. Um, they fixed it, really worked out in a weird kind of way, but I've got holes in the wall. And so I've got, you know, sheetrock cut out, mm -hmm. right? And right. kitchen and bedroom and somewhere else, somewhere like that, where they're getting the pipes and fix things, cut some off and whatever they did. Well, now I need those holes to go away so i imagine what it would look like and it would look like it never happened right right so i don't know anything about this stuff much but i know how to did i mention google yes yeah. or duck duck go yeah so yeah so i looked at some videos on how to fix drywall and i get it it's just not that rocket science, you know, it's about tape and about joint compound, about covering over and about putting some wood behind there and screwing some screws in there to hold it in place and the way the tape works and you do it over and then you can, uh, it's, we have flecked walls, you know, and I found you can take that joint compound and mix it like 
uh, it's either one part water or three parts water or something like that. And you make it soupy with a, with a stiff brush and you can dip it in there and do it. You can buy stuff to spray too, but that looked pretty cool. So I'm ready to go. Jody has a list of stuff to get and we'll put it together. But that comes out of what I want it to look like. It could have just looked like I just stuck it back up there and put furniture in front of it. If that was my strategy, it'd be a different conversation. Let's take a little pause from the show and talk about one of our sponsors, independenthomeschool.com. Independenthomeschool.com is a one-stop shop for homeschoolers created by Dr. Fred Lybrand. There you can find more information on his very popular courses such as the writing course, mastering emotions, mastering reading comprehension, and the ultimate how to homeschool in 30 minutes a day system. As a longtime member and having gone through all the courses myself, I can tell you that this is truly priceless when it comes to your home life and creating sustainable homeschooling. For more information, make sure that you click on the link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. You see what right. I mean? Yes. So getting that end result in your mind will begin to tell you what to go do. I mean, it's, it's really, really easy. You know, like imagine that you want your kids to have, let's make up something. This will be great. You want your children to have some friends. I know this is a thing out there with a few people. Okay, so what would that look like? They'd have people they see regularly. They get along. They enjoy stuff. They do wholesome activities together. Nice. What does that suggest to you? Hmm. We need to meet some people with good values, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we yes. need to see them on a regular basis. Where could that happen? Is there a friend curriculum out there? Do they go around on the weekends and we show up? And No, but youth groups do that. I know mm -hmm. uh, there are certain clubs. Our kids were in scouts uh, back in the day. I'm not sure the state of scouts now, but I'm, you know, I'm sure it's just like churches. They vary from program to program. Uh, you find one of those. Uh, you uh, get involved in sport activities where other kids of similar age might uh, congregate. Uh, mm -hmm. You might meet people in the neighborhood. You know, maybe you need to sponsor the national night out so you can meet some neighbors for a change, right? But right. all of those things get dictated or suggested based on what you want. If you've got in your mind what you want is my kids not to be harmed by anything on the planet then that's going to suggest you keep them inside, lock the doors, isolate them. And then when they're old enough, they'll go out in the world and never be able to function well, unless they move to a very small Mennonite community in the Northeast somewhere. <laughs> and I have good friends from Mennonites. I don't mean that rudely. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. So, so yeah. And, and it seems by the question, she's not even at that stage yet. She's just thinking about how to plan for homeschooling and it's overwhelming. And so kind of like what you teach in your courses, you're unhappy because you're thinking unhappy thoughts. You're, you're overwhelmed because you're thinking overwhelming thoughts. Take it a step at a time. If you're not even there yet, don't worry about it. Just start with the foundation of RC reading, writing and arithmetic. Like we talked about, you're setting them up for choices if they have that strong foundation. And then, like you said, Google it, start early, do your transcript ahead of time, and then follow it. 
uh, geography, like other things he talked about, you can just put in books. It doesn't always have to be a curriculum. You can put in books, you can put in language resources, et cetera. Or record it, or, you know, keep up with it. So, you know, where you can say, this is how much they did. Yes. Keep track of it. And, you know, this is all going to depend on your state. And there's a network of people, right? There's the RC Facebook group. There's transcripts in there that you can see examples from other parents. Basically, you're not doing this alone. You don't have to go at this alone. There's, there's, we have this internet, you know, the age of the internet. There's so much out there you can Google and see. So don't get overwhelmed. Yeah, everything you just said is perfect. You know, the only thing I might cherry on top, just when one of the secrets in life, mm-hmm. one of the secrets in life is to not compare yourself to anyone. Whenever yes. you compare, you lose. That's yes. the way it works. Okay. Except when you can compare others with others. And what I mean by that is if you look ahead in this world and you think, let's see, homeschoolers and public school and private school and all these kids are getting out and they're still getting in college and they're still doing life, right? Right. Huh. There must be something going on where this isn't that hard. Maybe the competition's not that tough. It's not like mm-hmm. any of them are doing anything magic out there. You know, your kids can figure it out too. They're wired to be learners. And a lot of times we imagine something and some devastating thing we're going to do or miss out or whatever. And you just simply don't know the future. A lot of this, I remember forever ago, I mean, it's forever ago in the early days of computers, uh, a mother was talking to me. Her name was Joy. I remember so distinctly. And, And she said, you know, I'm teaching my child to program and I'm sure I'll, tried to be as gracious as I could, but I <laughs> sat there and went, that's got to be the biggest waste of time I ever heard about. Because at that day, programming, by the time she gets anywhere, is going to be a whole different thing. And by the For way, language, you don't know yeah. computers and she'll figure it out anyway. Yes. You know? And so, and I'm not against teaching programming. I'm just saying you need to pay attention, you know, to the fact that things change a good bit too. And so what you're afraid of your child needing in 10 years, standards may change completely. In my experience, nobody's asking. They're getting right. in college. And what they do in college is they start everybody out at similar places. I had to tell all my kids, hang in there. I know it's boring. Brooks was the worst. I know, I know this. And he, he did. You know, wasn't arrogant. He just knew it. And it drove them crazy. I said, they're catching everybody up because they're getting people at all these different levels. Your last two years will have much more independent, unique to you type work to it. So he hung in there, but all the generic stuff, they're just catching everybody up because of all the variety of educational experiences. I mean, you know, being the top of your class in public school mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything without a context. At a large school in Dallas is different than a small school in Poteet, Texas. Now, I'm not down on Poteet, and quite frankly, the valedictorian there may be smarter than all the valedictorians in all of Texas. That can happen. But on balance, you're not going to be thinking a large school with a lot of money, a lot of resources, a lot of parental involvement compared to a small school where there's not much competition all. 
trying to pretend that those are the exact same educational experiences is just mistaken. Yes. In my humble opinion. Yes, very true. Because it's all on a curve, isn't it, really? Just like you said, it, it depends the context. It varies exactly. largely. I mean, some, <laughs> some of education is not on a curve, it's on a cliff, and it's about to go over. <laughs> However, I get your point. Yes. Well, hopefully we reassured her. Take it easy. It's okay. Don't get overwhelmed. And these tips hopefully helped. And if you have any other questions, uh, please email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. I think you could tell from this podcast and a lot of our episodes, we really want to not just answer the little technical questions, but give you just a, a broader perspective and a different way to think about it right? That, it, that will give you more confidence in the long run. So hopefully it's, it's that really hard to walk crooked and think straight. Yes. So a lot of what I'm trying to do is invite people to think clearer about what they're doing, because then what to do becomes obvious. Think clear about the end results you want for your education. And then the steps will become much more obvious. Yes. That's what I think. Perfect. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. If you have any questions, email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on a future episode, please email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please share with a friend who you think would be interested in this content or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you.